Story time, story time. So let's take you back to the year 2000. I was 10 years old, not quite 11 years old. And my dad and I are at a Minnesota Timberwolves basketball game. And I used to love this stuff, right? Because I was a big basketball fan and player growing up and, uh, you know, wanted to play in the NBA. But of course, those dreams die when you realize that you're a slow white kid who can't jump. But um, anyway, so uh, we're at the Timberwolves game, watching Minnesota Timberwolves in downtown Minneapolis. And like, I loved going to these games because you would get the, uh, I would get like the mini donuts, you know, also probably was part of the reason I didn't make it in the NBA is because I ate too many mini donuts as a kid. But anyway, you're sitting there eating the, the mini donuts watching them warm up and it's like the coolest thing ever right and like plus it's like the greatest time ever it's late 90s early 2000s like let's be real this was the best time in the united states of america but more on that in other episodes okay there will be better times coming forward but just technology effed us up too much nowadays okay but but anyway so it's 2000 we're watching the warm-ups and um on the big screen they got this thing it's like 10 minutes before tip off the game's about to start and on the big screen this thing comes up and it says Happy birthday, Chucky Brown. Happy birthday, Chucky Brown, who is turning eight years old today. And my dad and I look up like, well, okay, wait a minute. Who is this? Is there some kid named Chucky Brown who's who's in the stands? And then like we realized, because I was a huge fan. Like I knew everybody on the teams, you know. Uh, and I'm like, so wait, this is confusing because there's a guy named Chucky Brown that's on the other team, that's on the New York Knicks. It was Minnesota Timberwolves versus New York Knicks. And says Chucky Brown he's turning eight years old today it's his birthday and my dad and I are looking at each other and it's like oh weird that's a there's a kid in the stands too that's name is Chucky Brown and it's his birthday and then we realize I can't remember if it was because they posted something on the screen or whatever but but we realize like whoa wait a minute they're talking about the player in the game Today is February 29th. It's leap year. It's leap year. It's February 29th, 2000. He was born in 1968, so technically he only has a birthday every four years. He was turning 32, but for purposes, like, I don't even know. I'm curious, like, how they do this on all the documents where you have to put your age, but for purposes of this display, at least, at the Minnesota Timberwolves game, he was turning eight years old. It was his eighth birthday because obviously when your birthday is on leap year, you only have a birthday every four years. Isn't that wild? Now, I'm assuming he normally, like I'm, I, I got him pulled up right now on Wikipedia, Chucky Brown. It says 55 years old. Okay, born February 29th, 1968. Pretty cool he was born in New York too. Was he raised there? I don't even know. But how he ended up playing in New York anyway. Okay, so the moral to the story is Chucky Brown, anybody who was born on leap year, has a birthday only once every four years. Now, I wanted to like use that kind of silly little interesting story as a way to go into a topic that's totally unrelated, but what the heck. So I, I kind of like started thinking about how to put life into perspective because as modern humans, we have so much, we get so much in this world compared to all the other animals on this planet, and I do consider us animals, you can disagree with me if you'd like. We, we, get, we have so much more than the other animals on the planet. We have so much more than most human beings throughout history, unless you, you know, believe the Bible verbatim where it says that Noah and all his people lived to be 900 years old. But we get so much in this world. You know, people used to live way shorter lives. Like, we take so much of what we get for granted. We all assume, like, oh, well, you know, like the norm in the U.S. now is like, oh, okay, well, I'll go to school till I'm 18 or 22. Then I'll get some boring job. I'll save up all my money. That way I can retire at 65 and then probably die between. 75 and 80, which I think is a stupid strategy anyway. But like we we take all of this, like think about this. A lot of people are like saving up for the time that they're 65 years old, 
you know, like we're with like it's promised and guaranteed that we're going to get there. Because statistically, sure, yeah, like you might have a 70, 80% chance of living that long. But like, isn't it wild how we, we like live all of our lives as human beings assuming that we're going to get that, like that tail end, like we're saving for the tail end or we're waiting for the tail end. Like if you look at it from the perspective of, the, I'm taking, I'm calling it like the one fourth perspective here. Like Chucky Brown gets one fourth as many birthdays. I mean, first off, wouldn't that suck as a kid? It's like, oh, well, everybody else got a birthday every year. You only got one every four years. <laughs> Sorry, dude. But like if you take like the one fourth perspective, there are so many things I'm overgeneralizing here but there are so many things that as modern human beings we have like four times or way more as much as all human beings had throughout history but it's still not enough it's still not enough right like okay think about this we have like four times as much life you know you live to be 80 years old the average lifespan was probably 20 for however much of human history we have way more than four times as much well, I'm not going to say money because with inflation and everything else involved with money, that's a tricky, tricky topic. But we have four times as much money possessions for like four, you know, it's, it's way more than four times. But like essentially we have so much more of all these things, including just life itself, time on this earth itself compared to other human beings throughout history and compared to other animals that live on this planet right now. And it's wild how much of it we take for granted. We take these opportunities for granted and it's not enough. Like we simply always want more. You know, we're never satisfied, which has its pros and cons to being never satisfied. Number one, you know, like the big con is that you kind of tend to lack gratitude. The big pro is that you're always trying to achieve more and more and you can do a lot of great things that way if you're never satisfied. So there's pros and cons to being never satisfied. But as human beings, we're just, we're never satisfied. And I think right now, at this point in human history, we're at a stage where we, the way I describe it is that technology has become a nuisance, more of a nuisance than an ally. And what I mean by that is we have a lot of technology, but we haven't learned how to have it, how to use it in a way that kind of gets out of the way and is just useless to, just useful to us, but doesn't require that much time or effort on our parts. Because most of us now live in a time where we like are required to spend like 50% of our day on sub technology to like get done the work we get done or just to make social arrangements or whatever. And it's like, wait, 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 like this is not necessarily making life better, you know? And it's also, we're also at a time where with artificial intelligence and the technology we've created in terms of how it helps us. Okay. There's a reason, like part of the reason that things like anxiety and depression and things like that are on the rise is because humans simply don't necessarily have to do that many physical tasks. Like it's very hard to actually be in a real state of depression, even if your life circumstances aren't that good. But like if you just like, all right, well, I had to go do a lot of stuff today. I had to go to work and I had to go milk cows all day long and I had to go lift bales of hay and chop down trees, you know, or like some form of manual labor. Like when you're sitting there doing manual labor, it's hard to be in a selfish enough mood to just sit there and say, my life is boring and depressing. You're just like, no, I got I got these things to do. Like there's no, <laughs> there's no such thing as like anger anxiety and depression when you just have like heavy manual labor to do. I'm overgeneralizing it, right? But the the point of it is, is that we're at a stage in life where the technology has like allowed us to live very well, but it's taken away some of the things that gave us that sense of fulfillment, right? Because we don't have to work as hard to do things. And this is always the debate in the future. It's like, okay, well, when technology, when AI like totally starts doing everything then what are humans going to do like how are humans how are we going to keep it so that our minds don't just overwhelm us with with thoughts right with anxiety depression with spiraling thoughts um you know there's going to have to be a lot of like evolution in the way humans 
think over the next several decades if things keep progressing the way that they are because even right now we're not doing that good of a job with controlling our minds even though life is easy like life now is much easier for almost all of us than it was a hundred years ago for everyone like yeah we we could debate and i could say well it's actually kind of harder now because of all the messages you get on your phone every day and it's hard to manage it's overwhelming but like from a pure like survival standpoint and how to meet your basic needs like you know you're listening to this podcast that means you probably have electricity running water and food at a grocery store near you like it's easy right um but you know then we put it into perspective and we're like at what point i don't know yeah like what is the sweet spot for human beings at what point is too much technology not even good for us like what is the optimal way to live life as human beings i don't think we have an answer to that question and then there's just the whole perspective thing in general like seriously the the, the thing i want you to take from this is just just think about like just try to be grateful cuz i struggle with gratitude sometimes as well but just try to be grateful when you take that like well, that four times something philosophy and just realize that you as a human being in the modern world probably have like four times as much in every aspect of life as all of your ancestors have throughout history. (sighs) Interesting things to think about. Anyway, happy leap year. Talk again soon. Love y'all. Peace.